Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slips a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to meet the candidates, Eric Bieniemy edition. Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, the most successful offense in the NFL. And Eric Bieniemy has held that title for the last three years when the Chiefs have really exploded. Before that, he was the running backs coach, and he's been with Andy Reid since 2013. But we're going to get into all of that in a bit. Before we do that, though, I want to talk about his background. He was a phenomenal player in high school in California. Ends up going to the University of Colorado, was the nation's second leading rusher with Colorado in 1990, 1,628 yards, 17 touchdowns, and he was third in the Heisman Trophy voting that year behind Ty Detmer, who won, and Rocket Ishmael, who was the runner-up. And while Biennemi may not have won the Heisman Trophy that year, he did help lead Colorado to a national championship. He ended up becoming Colorado's all-time leading rusher with 3,940 yards and 4,351 all-purpose yards with 42 touchdowns. So a phenomenal collegiate career. And then he goes on to the NFL where he's picked in the second round, 39th 
overall. Plays from 1991 to 1999. Didn't have a great career. Only 1,589 yards rushing and 1,223 yards receiving. So very disappointing for where he was picked. However, he did manage to earn one of the most famous Chris Berman nicknames of all time, Eric sleeping with Biennemi. During his career, Biennemi played with the Chargers from 91 to 94, the Bengals from 95 to 98, and the Eagles, where he ended his career in 1999. Then he went into coaching. First at Colorado, where he went back to finish his degree and was the running backs coach from 2001 to 2002. Then at UCLA from 2003 to 2005, where he was the recruiting coordinator. Then he goes to the NFL in 2005 and becomes a running backs coach for the Minnesota Vikings. And while he's there, Adrian Peterson leads the NFC in rushing for two straight seasons. Bienemy ends up staying with the Vikings until 2011. He had been promoted to assistant head coach and running backs coach by that point. And then he goes back to Colorado where he's the offensive coordinator for a year. And this is important because this is the only time in his career where Eric Bieniemy was a full-time play caller. The offense didn't do all that well under his watch though. And so when he leaves, that's when he ends up going to Kansas City to join Andy Reid and his staff. And that was in 2013. So with all of that in mind, and now that you know Eric Bieniemy's background... I want to bring in my guest to take us through Eric Bieniemy, the Kansas City years. He wrote the book Kingdom about the Chiefs' Super Bowl run last year, and he is also the man on the beat for ESPN covering the Chiefs before that 20 years at the Kansas City Star. Mr. Adam Teicher. Adam, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. So let's start with the big question that everybody always seems to ask about Eric Bieniemy. We know that it's Andy Reid's offense and Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator. By all accounts, Bieniemy is not the one that calls the plays or at least the majority of them. It's Andy Reid. Tell me a little bit about what Eric Bieniemy does to the best of your knowledge in this offense. Well, I mean, he, he's certainly involved in the play calling. He, uh, you know, they, they talk about what to run. The, the final choice is almost always Andy Reid's, but uh, he is involved. Um, he's involved in play design and all that. But, um, you know, that, hey, not that X's and O's, he's not very good at the X's and O's, but his real strength is as, as a communicator, as a leader, as a teacher. That's what the Jets or any team would be getting if they hire Eric the enemy. I've talked to players who have played for Eric Bieniemy, and they've said, listen, there, there's no aspect of any play that is not covered by him. I mean, we, we know everything we're supposed to do against any particular coverage or defense. I mean, he's, he's dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's. He, um, it, the same goes for techniques. If you're running back and you, you pass blocking, for instance, he, he's, he's covered everything. Um, there's nothing that you have a question about when he's done talking to you about a, a certain technique or a certain play. I mean, everything is covered. So he's very detail-oriented. He's in your, in your face communicator. So that's kind of his strengths. I mean, it's not that he doesn't know the X's and O's, but uh, the, the Jets, again, the Jets or any other team would be getting a, a communicator. I mean, players know where they stand with Eric the enemy and a teacher as well. What about the rest of the coaching staff? How does he work with the other coaches around him? Not just Reed, but also the assistants that are underneath him on the offensive side of the ball. No, there's quite a bit of give and take there. And we don't get to see that on a daily basis. But I know he uh, has served sort of a mentor. He, he was a long, the enemy was a long time 
running backs coach in the NFL, played running back for 10 years in the NFL. So he, that was kind of his specialty. He sort of served as a mentor to uh, Dylan McCullough, who is now the Chiefs running back coach. He was hired when the um, enemy was promoted to offensive coordinator. So uh, I, I know there's been that relationship between the two of them as well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little list. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. We've seen Matt Nagy struggle a little bit in Chicago. Now Doug Peterson just let go by the Philadelphia Eagles, although he did win a Super Bowl, obviously. So there's been some success with both of those guys, but some ups and downs. A lot of people now wondering about the Andy Reid coaching tree. How would you compare Biennemi to those two guys? Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're completely different guys. And again, Biennemi's strengths are his strengths. And, you know, Matt Nagy and, and Doug Peterson have theirs as well. Um, you know, the one thing those guys did was they played quarterback, uh, Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy. They understood that part of it. You know, it, it was a little bit of a transition. Matter of fact, when Eric Bieniemy was hired as the offensive coordinator, Andy Reid told him, hey, listen, you're going to have to learn more about the passing game if you ever want to be a head coach. So there's been a lot of um, – instruction on that part of the game to Eric Bieniemy, But as far as comparing them, I mean, they all have their strengths and their weaknesses. And because one guy from Reed's tree, coaching tree succeeds, doesn't mean Bieniemy will. And if one guy from uh, Bieniemy's coaching tree doesn't succeed, that doesn't mean Bieniemy will fail. I mean, they're all their own guys and have their own strengths. You said before that Bieniemy is very detail-oriented and he goes over everything with the players, but I was curious what his role has been specifically in player development. Patrick Mahomes has become, if not the best quarterback in the NFL, certainly within the top two or three. We know what he did last year. A lot of other players have come up through Kansas City over the last couple of years and become superstars. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey come to mind. What do you know about his role in the development of those players and some of the other guys on the Kansas City offense? Well, he's had a role, maybe not so much of a direct role because he's not been their position coach. So, you know, he's not as much hands-on with those guys as uh, 
as maybe some, uh, you know, their position coaches are. But I know he, you know, went back, particularly when he was a running backs coach. I mean, talking to some of the running backs who were with the Chiefs back in those days. I mean, the guys like Jamal Charles talked about, you know, he was already an accomplished player when Eric Bieniemy walked through the door in Kansas City. But he talked about how Eric Bieniemy made him a better player. And, and uh, you know, you can go down the list of the running backs the Chiefs had, when, particularly when he was a running back coach, and they would tell you, yeah, I mean, Eric Bannon, helped make me the player that I am. So there's a lot of that going on as well. Yeah. We've heard a lot about how there could be some skeletons in Eric Bieniemy's closet in terms of some things that happened when he was a player at Colorado. We know he was arrested a couple of times. And then even when he was a coach later on at Colorado, what can you tell me about that? Any sense of growth there from what happened all those years ago? Oh, yeah, I think there has been. I mean, you know, those things did happen, but they happened a while ago. And I think he's grown and learned and, um, uh, you know, matured a lot in those areas. So, uh, you know, those things could be setting him back in the interview process. I think that the fact that he doesn't call the plays probably has set him back a little bit in the interview process. But, uh, you know, teams are going to have to make a decision on who the guy is right now. And uh, a lot of people I've talked to will vouch for him as to who he is today and how he's grown since a lot of those incidents back from when he was in college and uh, um, coaching in college. I want to talk a little bit more about the interview process because you just brought that up, Adam. Reports are coming out that Biennemi has struggled throughout the interview process, not just this year, but in each of the previous years where he has had head coaching interviews. What can you tell me about what might be causing this? I know that you said that some teams might be a little bit worried about him not calling the plays. But is there a sense that there could be something else going on here? Yeah, there's always that possibility. I've heard the stories just like you have. I can't speak to them, yes or no, and I don't know what's causing that. So, uh, I mean, the guy's had a lot of experience now. He had four interviews two years ago, three interviews last year, and five so far this year. So that's that's 12. And uh, uh, if you hadn't learned by now, if that's a problem, then – Uh, Maybe that is one of the reasons, but I I can't speak to what's going on in those interview rooms. So I I, I don't know what the problem is there, if there is one. Any sense as to who Eric Biennemi might want on his staff if he were to get a head coaching job, whether it's somebody that's currently with him in Kansas City, somebody who used to be with him in Kansas City, somebody that he knows from his days at Colorado, any idea who might be on his staff if he gets a head coaching opportunity? No, that's a good question. I really hadn't even thought about who he might want to take with him to uh, the Jets or any team that he might, where he might get a job. I don't know what his plans are in that regard. Uh, The Chiefs have some younger coaches who um, you may want to go along with him, but uh, that would be just complete conjecture on my part. Um, You know, I know that the Chiefs have a succession plan. They've had a succession plan in place for their offensive coordinator, um, since Eric Bieniemy was, uh, since since Andy Reid's been here, so the Chiefs, their, their quarterback coach, would be promoted to the enemy's position if he does get a head coaching job. Uh, so I think Mike Kafka, that quarterback coach, would probably be out of the the mix there. But otherwise, I really have no idea what he might do there. What about the New York market? You know how tough it could be. We saw how much ridicule Adam Gase got even early on from that initial presser, both from the media and the fans, kind of became a little bit of a laughing stock at the very beginning. 
if you win in New York, you are the king. If you lose, they are going to come after you hard. And I don't just mean the media. I'm talking about the fans. The fans here can be ruthless, Adam. Trust me. I know about this. So how do you think Eric Bieniemy would be able to handle New York and the New York media? You know, that's a good question. I, I don't know. You know, in, in this much smaller media market of Kansas City, he's done a nice job. Um, not a lot of requirements there, though, on him. And, and people don't point the finger at him when the Chiefs necessarily win or lose. But, uh, you know, now, as you say, if he is hired by the Jets, that's going to be a thing for him. So uh, my, my sense is he'd handle it okay. But um, th- that is a good question and something I really hadn't considered with him because you're right, uh, New York's not for everybody. Uh, my sense, again, is he'd be okay, but it is an interesting issue for sure. You said before that in terms of leadership and communication, those are Biennemi's biggest strong points. But even with that being the case, any concern on your part as far as the transition from coordinator to head coach? Because I bring this up all the time and I have to do it because it's very important. We just saw Adam Gase and we've seen several coordinators come in here who have not done well. Todd Bowles on paper, fantastic candidate when it came down to becoming the head coach, just couldn't handle the job. Fantastic defensive coordinator though, as we're now seeing once again in Tampa. Rex Ryan, terrific coordinator with the Baltimore Ravens. Head coach over overwhelmed him. I know he had that early success, but overall, a lot of the aspects of the job just eluded him. You could go down the line. Several other people who are coordinators with the Jets and other teams have failed. In fact, I've said many times, it seems like for every hundred coordinators, there's one really, really good head coach. So it's really a roll of the dice anytime you're promoting somebody to coordinator. Any doubt in your mind that what Eric Bieniemy does wouldn't translate to the head coach role? Yeah, you know, that's the thing with a first-time head coach. You never know. You're not 100% sure what you're getting. And I've seen that with the Chiefs in the past. They've hired some first-time head coaches who have been miserable, just just disasters. Um, so it, it, is, it is a concern. You, you always wonder about that. As a matter of fact, if I was a GM or an owner or whatever, I, I would have a lot of reservations, not j- j- just about Eric Bieniemy, but about any guy who's a first-time head coach because you just don't know how they're going to be as, as when they're in charge. And uh, you know that's one of the things I think you take a leap with, with Eric Bieniemy or any first-time guy, is uh, you know what, what, are you, what exactly are you getting here? How is he going to respond when he's in charge? And uh, you know, I think Eric Bieniemy will be fine, but... Um, you know, I, I, I can't promise you that. I, I, I don't know. That's, that is an interesting question. And uh, um, not everybody's cut out for that. Uh, you know, so we, we'd have to see when he gets the job, I think. Let's talk about this from both angles here. Do you think that Eric Bieniemy would want to come to New York if he has other options? Does he seem like somebody that would want to be here? And on the other end of things, if you were the New York Jets, would you want to hire Eric Bieniemy? Do you think that he's the best candidate out there for them? You know, I don't think the Jets are necessarily the most, this is my opinion now. I, I don't know how he feels about it. I don't think the Jets are the most attractive job that's open right now, but neither do I think they're the, the Jets are the worst job that's out there right now. I mean, some of the, the questions I would have is, you know, the Jets have turned over coaches and general managers for years now and still can't get it right. So is there something in that building that's prohibiting these guys from winning. I mean, it's not just one set of GM or one set. It wasn't just Adam Gase. I mean, and Mike McCagnan. I mean, you know, it's going back a number of years. 
I would want to know if I'm Eric the enemy, what, what's going on here? Why can't you guys get this right? What are you doing to, to set yourself back? I, I refuse to believe the Jets have just hired bad candidates or bad general managers and bad coaches for years and years. I, there's something that's going on from ownership or whatever it might be that's setting them back. That's what I would want to know. I mean, if, if I could get that question and answer to my satisfaction, that I think you know that's something that can be changed or overcome, I think the Jets have a lot to offer with a lot of draft picks, uh, you know, the second pick in the draft coming up, you know, some other young players, maybe not a ton of them. You know, I, I do think that that's, that's not a, a suicide mission going to, it doesn't have to be coaching the jets. So I would think that, um, you know, assuming he can get some of these issues that I I've raised um, answered, I, I would think Eric Manemi would be interested in coaching the jets. What about from the jets side of things? Do you think that the is the best candidate for them? I would have my issues with hiring a first-time head coach. I mean, that, that might include some of some of the other guys the Jets have hired. I, I, I just, you know, you, you, I'd be wanting to know more, more of a sure thing. I'd want to know exactly what I was getting because, uh, you know, again, the Jets have, have gone through coaches and gone through GMs and it hasn't worked out. And, and there, there's got to be a reason why here. And, and, and maybe getting more of a known commodity would help the Jets. So, um, you know, without knowing exactly um, the, the situation there, I, I, I'm wondering about a first-time head coach in that particular situation. Now, there are some other uh, head coaching openings that the enemy's interviewed for that I think might be better for him. And it might be, he might be a better fit, for instance. The, the Chargers might be one. I, I think with a young quarterback there who is, is kind of established himself as a good player, a lot of good young players with the Chargers, I think that might be a better situation for Eric Miami, maybe than a, a situation that's still in a rebuild. I mean, I know that the Jets were 2-14, and 14 and, um, you know, the, there's questions at quarterback. There's questions with that roster. They're not as in good a shape at any of the, with any of those things as the, uh, as the Chargers are now. So I think maybe that would be a, a better fit from both sides, for him and for the Chargers. Well, Adam, if nothing else, a fascinating candidate who's gotten a lot of glowing praise from Andy Reid. Here's what he's had to say about his offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. Listen, I think he's top notch. At the risk of being redundant, I've not seen many guys that are as great a leader as he is of men. And in this business, that's huge. You're never going to have to worry about Eric Bieniemy. never, on the field or off the field. He's going to be honest with you and straightforward, and he knows the offense. So those are all important things. But to be a head coach, if you're going to survive in this business, you better be honest with the people you deal with, and you better have a plan for them. Guys want to know where they're at and where they're going, and most of us do. And when they don't have that foot in place, then they drift, and that's where teams fall apart. So he knows how to do that part and do it well. It's a people business. That's what people are looking for. I think that to be able to unite people is important. I think Eric has that ability. I watch it every day. I know he has that ability. Our offense and our football team are as tight as anybody around. He talks to that offense every day. He stands in front of them and talks to them every day, and I get to see it. I've seen a couple of coaches come and go. He does it as well as anybody. His presentation is strong, so when he has to talk X's and O's, that's strong. He's ready to make the move. That's where we're at today, but it's got to be the right fit for an owner. 
Finally, he says, I've said this before, guys talk about blinks, and it's got to have that blink and that picture in their mind that Eric Bieniemy can lead their organization, and they're comfortable with that. I know owners don't like problems. They're paying you money to do a job and not have the load of the worry thrown on their lap. I know he can do that for somebody. So very nice words about Eric Bieniemy from Andy Reid, but we'll have to see if this ends up being his year to finally get a head coaching job. I'm just glad we were able to have one of the best in the business to help us figure out if that head coaching opportunity should come with the New York Jets. He wrote the great book Kingdom about the Chiefs run to the Super Bowl championship last year, and he also does fantastic work over at ESPN and before that, 20 years at the Kansas City Star, Adam Teicher covering the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks so much for coming on and educating us about Eric Bieniemy. Really appreciate it. For those that aren't checking out your work and haven't read Kingdom yet, please tell them why they should do both. Kingdom was uh, fun to work on. It was a good look at not only the Chiefs' 2019 season, but their history. And it's it's been a tortured history for the Chiefs since their first a Super Bowl victory 50 years before this most recent one. They've uh, been shooting themselves in the foot with their their refusal to go get a quarterback. So there's a lot of talk about how the Chiefs did that and why they did that and how it worked the first time. So uh, a lot of good stories about Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the rest of the the, the 2019 Chiefs. So it's, a, it's really a good uh, um, uh, collection of stories about that team. Adam, a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl in over 50 years and has refused to do what needed to be done to get a really good quarterback. This sounds like a familiar story to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. There, there are some parallels between the Chiefs and the Jets, no doubt about it. If you're a Jets fan and you want to see what things could be like on the sunnier side of the street, go ahead and buy Kingdom Adam's book. It's awesome. You definitely want to read it and make sure that you're following him on Twitter and reading his work over at ESPN. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.